0: Welcome to Demogranomics, your insight to the powerful surprises ahead for the U.S. economy. Demogranomics, where people make markets. And now, here is Mike Williams. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast and uh, thanks for joining us. It's Mike Williams here. So today's episode we're going to call, we're going to ask a question, surprised? First of all, for members, remember all of your portfolios are listed inside in the members area. We provide all the positions uh, updating for you each week, so it's a really cost-effective hedge fund, if you will. Uh, so far this year, we're doing just fine. Uh, the dividend portfolio is up 5.36% against a market. That, as of last Friday, it was up less than 1%. Our growth equity portfolio is up about 4.2% against that very same market that probably should be compared more to the NASDAQ slash S&P, where that pairing is down about 3.5%. So some pretty good spreads. Uh, So here we are, two days into the fresh week after the, quote, terrible news that we may indeed face another 25 basis point rate hike. And the market's up. What do you know? I have a hunch a lot of bears and naysayers are still focused on the wrong element. That's good for us as they fight, snarl, and cry out at the moon while the market continues to churn towards its eventual upside surprises ahead. Remember, we're only a couple of percent below all-time highs, and yet everyone is petrified. Those who got a head start on, quote, selling in May by selling in late April instead are already behind the eight ball. We've always told you in these podcasts, the bad news about getting long-term results the market delivers is that you have to be invested the whole time, the good and the bad. I know it's a tough deal, but that's why they call it building wealth over time, and they don't call it fun. So let's pray for a summer swoon, because as you know from listening to these podcasts, we've had a bunch of them. Oddly enough, they happen almost every summer. And most of the time, not every time, but most of the time of the last 34 summers I've lived through, at least in this business, I wish I was 34, I'm not, but uh, the 34 summers I've watched in this business, those that had summer swoons were very often the lows of the year, even though they stunk watching them happen. Look, uh, like it or not, accept it or not, demographics don't lie. We can't cheat them, we can't sidestep them, we can't ignore them. They will arrive whether we like them or not, whether we agree with them or not, no matter who we vote for in November. There is no gap or non-gap version of them and they don't change on a quarterly basis, demanding that we stay focused on every tick in the interim 90 days. We've often covered the beginning of the baby boom's economic impact in the late 70s early 80s. It's simple to put it aside now and choose to get lost in the, quote, business of markets. It's an escape our mind makes to convince us that things must be more complicated. They've got to be more difficult and dynamic. And far more things must be tracked and worried about and fretted over. Imagine for a moment, if you will, a room full of institutional managers and mutual fund guys and CEOs and COOs and CFOs. Imagine further... You and I grab a whiteboard and we're on stage and we begin begin speaking about business together with that group. First questions, who's your customer? How old are they? How many of them are there out there? And where are they on the age curve? Know those answers and you know the foundation of your business. Don't know those answers, you don't have a business. Question is, is how come so many overlook this very same basic information, the same driving aspect of our economy, as a good pathway for building their portfolios as well? Warning, there's explosions ahead. For many, it was impossible to imagine the explosive nature of what the baby boom generation would do when it hit our economy back in the late 80s, or early 80s, sorry. It's equally mind-boggling for many, to accept today that in the midst of all this doom, some of the most explosive events to ever hit our economy are dead ahead, and I don't mean in a bad way. We have spent years shrinking inventories, streamlining production models, and creating efficiencies for fear of another 2008 or 2009. We've put a FedEx stamp on all of our production facilities. We keep very little supply around, and we overnight the rest. Sure, Fred Smith, the founder of FedEx, loves us, but that's about it. The issue we should recognize, let's think about it. We've done such a great job of focusing on risk and lack and problems that we have completely missed the massive demand coming our way. There is a reason that after 19 months of walking in market quicksand, we're just a few percentage points from all-time record highs. There's a reason that after dismantling an entire sector of our economy, energy of course, we're just a mere great week in the markets away from all-time record highs. There's a reason the barbell economy portfolios continue to stay ahead of the indices. And finally, there's a reason we are replaying the same early 80s surprise most investors simply are not ready for it's our demographics the US is the only developed nation on earth with our beneficial foundation of people remember people drive everything not China not the EU not South America not Canada not Russia only the United States overlook this at your peril yes I understand it is out-of-the-box thinking. Why, you might be wondering. Well, this is why. It's because the, found, it, the, the nature of what we're speaking about is the foundation the box always sits on. We better start looking with better eyes. Millions and millions of new families will form over the next three, five, and ten years as kids move out of their parents' homes. Tens of millions of new households will be built. As investors, we need to break the mold of fear and angst and realize that whiteboard we spoke of in front of the room is telling us something else. It's telling us that a surprising surge of demand is coming our way. New businesses, new tools, new technologies. These Generation Y kids are smarter, nicer, and more tech savvy than any generation before them on Earth. Change. You bet they're going to rewrite what change means. How much? Imagine for a second trying to describe an iPhone or an iPad to your buddy in 1982. Today, like 1982, when I began in the business, many will think as they did then. They'll think something like this, and believe me, I heard this many times. Quote, Mike, have you lost your mind I've done all the research. The future is bleak. Look at all the data. I've got stacks of it. Inflation is out of control. The consumer is spending too much on gas. At the time, it was $1.10 a gallon. Jobs stink. Remember, we had 10% unemployment back in the early 80s. It's 17% to get a mortgage loan. Reagan is piling on the debt and you want me to buy stocks at Dow 1,050, a number we have never seen before? Now, while you're chuckling, remember, that's exactly how people thought before they knew what would happen in the future. My answer then was simple. It was this, quote, Bob, the reason I want you to do that is there are a ton of people coming into the system The economy is going to explode. Today, 17,000 points higher on the Dow and with an endless stream of calamities behind us already, we still fret. Make no mistake, there will always be an endless list of what we can fret over. My answer today is still simple, though. I'd say again, but Bob, there are a ton of people coming into the system. The economy is going to explode. Except now, I would add, there were even more coming than when we saw the baby boom explode into the economy back in the early 80s. Speaking of surprise, earnings revisions are rising nicely as we get closer to round-tripping the collapse in energy. Away from all the press, positive net earnings revisions are usually good news. In the past, increasing readings have been associated with rate hikes don't fret over that. That's probably because large positive net earnings revisions to the upside in the past were a precursor to a new run up in forward earnings. They have also marked the beginnings of earnings led market advances, which usually came as a surprise. The deal is this yes, we've got summer ahead. Yes, there may very well be a summer swoon. In fact, I suggest we pray for one, we hope for one, we prepare to be ready to take advantage of one while everybody else is at the beach. Just remember, think demographics, think people, then worry about business because business always follows people. That's just the way it works. I know it's out of the box, I know it's different, but different is what keeps you ahead of the market. So listen, I hope these thoughts have been helpful. Please join us again and until we see you on the next podcast, may your journey be grand and your legacy significant.